It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome into Pro Football Full Circle right here on SportsGrid. I am Drew Martin, joined by Mark Zeno. Guys, we are recapping the Sunday slate in the NFL. If you missed anything, you are at the right spot to kind of uh, get the best recaps here from a Vegas perspective. Follow Mark on Twitter at Mark Zeno. I'm on Twitter at Drew Martin Betts. We got at SportsGrid at SportsGrid TV. Mark, any kind of blimps view, overall view of the Sunday slate? Anything you took away? Another, what, low-scoring Sunday here as unders take the trade. What were your overall thoughts? Um. Yeah, you know, look, there were a lot of close spreads here um, in, in a lot of these games. Uh, to those who are the Bills and Survivor, oh, well, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, most impressive win of the day by the Baltimore Ravens easily. Oh, absolutely. Knock it off the Detroit Lions. I remember uh, our, our one of our producers, Matt, he was, he, I think, or Frank put us on to the uh, Jared Goff against the spread run. It's like 45 and 24, something like that, over his last like 70 games. But uh, not today, guys, as the Lions got blown out by the Ravens. One of the games we will recap in pro football full circle. Mark, I guess we can go down in rotation order. Atlanta Falcons, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 1 o'clock Eastern kick from Tampa, Florida, 16-13. to 13. That was the Dirty Birds on top of the Buccaneers. The game stays under. Is both of these two teams, I think, combined to go 1-9 their last 10 games towards the under? We'll make that 1-11 in what 11 to the under these two teams as this game stays under as well. Did you take anything away from the Falcons and Buccaneers early on Sunday? Falcons would score a lot more points if they stopped turning the ball over in the red zone. It's that simple. Uh, they racked up 400 yards again for the third straight week. And for the third straight week, I don't even think they got past 24. Let me just double check here real quick. Uh, and that's that's a bad way to be uh, when, when, when it comes to putting up a lot of yards. Yeah, uh, uh, 21 against Texans, 16 against Commanders, 16 against Buccaneers. You explain. In fact, the Falcons have only gotten more than twenty before the first season and never touched it since. So, yeah, uh, I, I don't. I don't have many answers. It's really inexplicable what's going on with the Falcons when it comes to their inability to take care of the football. But you know, uh, if you can't, you're not going to win more games than you lose. Yeah, and it, it kind of speaks to the next game we're going to talk about here, guys. The Las Vegas Raiders and their offensive woes. I, I don't think. Maybe they scored more than 20 points just one game, I believe, and they were in the Windy City here against the Chicago Bears. This game finishes 30-12 to and actually gets up and over the total of 37.5 thanks to the Bears' offense. Las Vegas actually went off as the favorite, minus two and a hook at FanDuel Sportsbook. Comes nowhere close to covering that, and in fact, gets blown out here. 30-12, to what'd you take away from the Windy City here with the Bears' win, Mark Zeno? I mean, you know, it's uh, – I was always lusting after the uh, Brian Hoyer, uh, Tyler Badgett, uh, you know, quarterback matchup. That's what I was looking for. Tyson Badgett, sorry. Uh, yeah, that, that was the quarterback matchup I was hoping to see this year. Not. Uh, anyway, yeah, two bad offenses against – Raiders defense is actually really good. Uh, they just didn't play that way today. And Donta Foreman had, had two touchdowns and, you know um, – 
I don't have any answers for the Raiders offensively. Uh, whether it's Josh McDaniels or they need better personnel or more of a running game, I don't know what it is. Um, they've just they've got to figure it out. I mean, theoretically, they're still in the thick of things in the AFC at three and four, so they're not out of it yet. You know, so uh, they've got to figure out a way to 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 one hundred percent get some offensive scoring going. Josh Daniels, thirty second worst winning percentage in NFL history there. And, of course, the Raiders going down 30-12 to 12 to the Chicago Bears. We'll move down the list here, fit one more in before the break, Mark. Cleveland Browns, Indianapolis Colts went at it, guys. And we saw uh, the Browns win maybe the most exciting game of the day. 39-38 was the final in Indianapolis as the Browns go on the road and uh, win the game. However, the Colts do cover the three-and-a-half-point spread and, of course, Going up and over in the highest scoring game of the day. What would you take away from Browns and Colts today, Mark? Uh, I have bet on four different Colts games this year, not this one this week. Uh, I've gotten them all four wrong, and this absolutely solidified the fact that I will not bet on a Colts game the rest of the year. I mean, Gardner Minshew looked so freaking bad last week, like so pathetically bad last week. And this week he comes out three or five, two touchdowns, and runs for two more. Make it make sense. I, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, the Browns' defense is supposed to be the best in the league, and they let Gardner Minshew chew them up like it was, you know, a, a dog in a rug. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't have an answer for it. I really don't. So, uh, Browns get the win. They continue to chug along and hang around at the top of the North. And, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson was replaced in this game due to injury by P.J. Walker. And, you know, uh, there's a certain thought process here that uh, Deshaun Watson might not be that guy anymore. Uh, and, and there's a lot of proof to say that he's not. So I don't know, you know, what what you do if you're Cleveland right now. P.J. Walker is not a long-term solution. You have a good enough defense that, you know, can keep you around. But, yeah, man, uh, not, a, not, not a good spot here for, for Cleveland. They continue to win games, but if they want to be a legitimate team, they've got to find some quarterback who could play. What would you do, Mark, if you're the uh, Browns GM here? I mean, I guess you can't do much about the injury, but – Playing out the rest of this season, would you look into the NFL draft, drafting a young guy, try to make a trade, anything kind of pop off at you, putting on your GM hand, you know, your GM what do you John Watson is untradeable, and his value is so low as a player right now. Who's going to want him anyway? He's just not the quarterback that he was in Houston. Whether it was all the stuff he had off the field or something has changed with him, and he's never – they're just – they, they are in a spot. They are stuck, much like the Denver Broncos. They are stuck with a quarterback that is not a high-level quarterback who they're paying a lot of money to. Man. And what about on the Colts side? You know, I, mean, I know you brought up, you know, their quarterback position in, in Minshew. Uh, but putting up 38 points against the Browns defense, that what they rank top five by a lot of the key categories here across the NFL. I mean, 38 points, that's nothing to shake your head at. No, not at all. I, I want to back up to Cleveland. If I was Cleveland right now, I would look around the league, maybe back up with some start. Like, I, I would actually pick up the phone, call Atlanta, and see if they would give him Taylor Heineke. A guy who has played in the league before, actually went to the – started a playoff game for – I think it was then the Redskins. Washington. Commander. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, and, and it was actually pretty close. Like, that might be a, a – trade that might be able to fix their problems you let pj walker go because he's not sustainable and you put heineke in there a guy who was a starter in this league for a hot minute and and see what happens i, I don't know that there's another answer around but that's probably the, the best way i would go about it if i was cleveland look for a guy like that who's got some starting experience and playoff experience sure quarterback play so important in the nfl guys and and we really you know <laughs> you hear the joke we don't even have 32 guys that can fill uh, all the roster spots and do it well anyway so we'll see if the Browns can kind of get that fix going forward. Mark Zeno, Drew Martin, short break. We'll recap on the other side. Sports Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back in Pro Football Full Circle. Drew Martin, Mark Zeno, breaking down the Sunday slate. If you missed anything, we got you covered in this hour as we're recapping all the games from the Sunday NFL slate here on Sirius Channel 159, radio affiliates across the country. Thanks for joining us. Follow Mark on Twitter at Mark Zeno. I'm on Twitter at Drew Martin Betts. We got at SportsGrid, at SportsGrid TV. Next game up here. Maybe the most surprising outcome of the Sunday slate here. Eh, actually, maybe not surprising just off of who won, but how much they won by the Baltimore Ravens and the Detroit Lions. 38-6. to That was the Ravens on top of the Lions. They cover the three-point spread. 42.5 gets up and over four totals betters here mainly because of the Baltimore offense. We saw Jared Goff and company. I mean, his ATS record, like we just uh, kind of alluded to last segment here, Mark, very, very good. 20 games over 500 from a betting perspective. However, this Sunday didn't come close, and the Ravens win, cover easily. What would you take away from Baltimore today? The Lions are a different team on the road. Jared Goff is a different quarterback on the road. And the Lions hadn't played anybody after the Chiefs in their next five games. They played nobody. I think they played Seattle. They played Atlanta. They played Tampa. They played uh, two other really weak teams. I forget who it was. But they just, you know, they finally ran into a team that was competent, and they got smoked by them. And I think that's really, you know, what stands out to me is that the Lions will beat up on bad teams. When they play, other, when they play better teams, they're, they're going to run into some challenges. I'm not saying a good team, but – you know, when you have to go through a gauntlet of the Seahawks, Falcons, Packers, Panthers, and Bucks, yeah, then they're going to play the Raiders. The Chargers are good, but, you know, obviously they have their issues, but they get the Bears, the Packers, uh, the Saints, the Bears. I mean, the Broncos, they're not playing any real legitimate competition here. So they're going to win a lot of games, but they might get exposed in the postseason. Sure. And off to the good start overall for the Lions. Uh going to go for that division title there talking about Detroit we'll move down the list here you know I kind of stumbled through uh, maybe most exciting uh, game last game most surprising anyway well this one might uh, be the one it was competing with that is the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots next game we're breaking down here Mark 29-25 that was the Patriots beating the Bills, the Bills who went off as eight-and-a-half-point road favorites, 40-and-a-half being the total, easily up and over. And, uh, of course, the Patriots winning outright as eight-and-a-half-point dogs. So the dogs were barking here in New England. Did you take anything away from this AFC East battle, Mark? Second week in a row, the Bills have looked really bad. Um you know, again, they were trailing for a better part of this game, got off to a slow start, and, you know, they got to fix their problems. I know they have some injuries. They have a bunch of injuries, actually, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. And if they want to, uh, you know, make this a, a scenario where they can go out and win this division, uh, they're going to get help um, because the Dolphins are, are uh, going to lose. But, you know, uh, they've got to get right, and they've got to get right fast. I don't know how much longer they can continue to play at this level. And that loss in the opening game of the season to the Jets is going to come back to hurt more than you think. If you had to pick one right now, who do you think wins the AFC East, Mark? I mean, I would still probably Bills. 
when it's all said and done. Um, but, you know, uh, not a lot of faith there in uh, not a lot of faith there in Buffalo at this point in time. I know it's a tough one. And we, we just saw, you know, the Dolphins go down today. And of course, you know, those two teams kind of neck and neck at the top of the AFC standings and Buffalo, at least with that one game, I guess, tiebreaker, they still got one to play. I don't know. And that, and that game will be down in South Florida. And then we can't forget about the Jets either. You know, sitting at three and three on the season, right at 500. And the Jets being one of the teams on the bye, guys. As we're breaking down, uh, we're recapping all the Sunday slate here, each and every Sunday, pro football full circle for this hour. We do have a shorter slate. It does need to be noted that uh, Carolina, Cincinnati, Dallas, Houston, the New York Jets, and the Tennessee Titans all had by less games to recap. But, um, man, the Jets at 3-3. Three and three. Would you give the Jets any chance to, to keep their surprising start anyway, given the injury they had at quarterback position with Aaron Rodgers going out? Any sort of shot to win this division? Um. Yeah, their schedule was going to get a lot easier. Um, they, you know, their first games were just a gauntlet uh, of really good teams and really good quarterbacks across the board. They're going to get a little relief here. Um, they get the Giants and just some of the next games. Giants, Raiders, um, Falcons, Texans. They're, they're going to they're going to have a chance to to go win some more games here. I still think they're a nine and seven, nine nine and eighteen, maybe ten and seven. Um, but yeah. You know, it, it's going to be very interesting. All right, Mark, moving down the list, we can fit one more in here uh, before the break. Washington and the New York Giants, final 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific kick that we'll recap. And it was the Giants, your New York Giants, Mark Zeno, winning this game 14-7. to They win as the two-and-a-half-point underdog, 37-and-a-half as the total. Doesn't even sniff the over. Under cashes. Giants win outright as the dog. Did you take anything away from New Jersey, I should say, today? Ultimate letdown spot for the Commanders, and it proved to be true after their win last week. The Giants are not good. Their offense isn't good. All that said, um, you know, I, I, uh, I, the Commanders have to figure out it, it, what Sam Howell is. Uh, th- there's some real concerns there about whether he can be an option for them. A lot of talent on this Washington roster. Uh, it, it needs to be better. But Sam Howell, again, turning the ball over a lot, uh, that's a problem. You know, and, and, you know, Washington should not only be able to get 200 yards at Giants, at Giants team. Yeah, I mean, you bring up the spot for for the the former football team, I guess we should say. I mean, the Giants... Getting the win, getting the win by a touchdown. I don't know. They're sitting at what two and five on the season here. They're also one and six to the under mark. I mean, is this something when we're thinking New York Giants just bet the under, or you think they'll they'll find something offensively? That's a good question. Um, it's hard to find things offensively when you have nobody up front who can block. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. It's not a good offensive line. Uh, they can't protect the quarterback, and, and they're always going to find themselves in games that are uh, much tighter than they expect them to be. But you, you can't – if you can't block anybody, how are you going to run the ball? How are you going to throw the ball? You just you know They can't score because they can't block up front. Sure. And, and, I mean, you bring up the offensive line. I don't know how good it was to start with, but they're banged up right now. Uh, banged up at the quarterback position as well. Um, and, again, guys – just one and six to the under defense playing. Hey, at least decent, keeping them as an under team. Two and five in the standings. Of course, they're in the same division with the Eagles, who uh, moved to six and one, followed by the Dallas Cowboys, four and two, and the Washington uh, Commanders sitting at three and four here, guys. The Giants have only scored, what, 85 points on the season? I think that's the lowest in the NFL, Mark. It's the lowest in the NFC. Yeah, it's the lowest in the NFL, 85 points. To put in comparison, the Patriots 
who their offense and the Cincinnati Bengals and their offense have scored 100 and 101 points respectfully. So, man, the Giants, more than two touchdowns, the worst offense, at least scoring offense in the NFL. He's Mark Zeno. I'm Drew Martin. We're going to take a short break. More recapping of the NFL season on the other side. Sports Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back in Sports Grid Pro Football Full Circle. Drew Martin, Mark Zeno, breaking down the games, recapping the games from the Sunday slate. So if you missed anything, we have you covered from this Sunday. Sirius Channel 159 radio affiliates across the country. Thanks for joining us. Follow Mark on Twitter at Mark Zeno. I'm on Twitter at Drew Martin Betts. Don't forget to follow at Sports Grid at Sports Grid TV. Next game up, we're going to take a look here at the NFC West matchup between the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks. 4.05 Eastern, 105 Pacific kick here as it's the first afternoon kick. 20-10, to 10, that was the Seahawks on top of the Cardinals. They win, they cover the nine-point closing spread at FanDuel Sportsbook, and the game stays under 43 and a half. 44 and a half anyway as the total so seahawks win they cover game stays under did you take anything away from the pacific northwest on sunday mark this was the uh most selected team in survivor contests this week with good reason because uh, the cardinals are who we thought they were not a good football team um and you know the the, the seahawks did this without uh dk metcalf in the lineup and they got a lot of you know yards in the ground from kenneth walker Geno Smith is still ugh, to me. Just, just like, ugh. you know, like I, it's, I get there four and two, but I don't know if I necessarily want to uh, to back this team off. And I, I wasn't comfortable laying the seven and a half. I thought the Seahawks were a great teaser option. And that thing did ballooned up to eight and a half um, by the time that thing kicked off this afternoon. So Seahawks get home as far as the cover is concerned. But it was, wasn't without trepidation if you were watching that game and you backed the Seahawks on the, on the, on the spread. Mark, we'll move down the list here and talk Pittsburgh, the Steelers, versus the L.A. Rams as the Steelers went on the road most of the way across the country and win this game 24-17. to uh, They did so as three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Uh, the Rams lose this game. They actually took money. It was uh, minus three, close three-and-a-half, 43-and-a-half, was the total so the game stays just under Steelers win outright as the dog would you take away from Southern California on Sunday Steelers have the most farce forward to record in the league it's not a good football team at all uh, by any stretch of the imagination and what happened in that game in the fourth quarter was one of the more gross officiating things that I can remember and it's it's a, just an absolute crime that the NFL refuses to address this stuff. I don't know how college football gets it so right every week. I want to watch the NFL get it so wrong every week. Kenny Pickett 
did not get that first down. Kenny Pickett did not even come close to getting that first down. And I get it. Sean McVay used his timeouts, didn't have one to do a challenge outside of two minutes. I understand that. That's not the issue. Clearly, within three seconds of the play, we got multiple views of Kenny Pickett's knee going down way short of the mark. And nobody from New York decides to go, hey, guess what? You guys missed that. We see it here in the command center. You need to go fix that and get it right. And he didn't convert on the fourth down. It's the Rams ball. I mean, yes, you can sit here and say, well, the Rams minus three. Damn right I was. That's not the issue. Because even if they convert it, there's no, there's no guarantee that the Rams go down the field and score a touchdown and then go ahead and win it and cover in overtime. None of that is guaranteed. So that has nothing to do with this. It has everything to do with that. Everybody who watched that game in America saw Kenny Pickett's knee fall short of the line and the ball land short of the line and the official missed it and nobody bothered to correct it. And the idea that a booth review at a critical moment in the game wasn't warranted there is also rather disgusting by the NFL. And they don't care and they don't have to fix it. You want to know why they don't have to fix it? it because every single one of us will tune in and watch next week and that's our problem it does not matter how bad the officiating is we will show up and watch next week and we'll show up and watch the following week and we'll show up and watch the next season and the season after that for time in in in, in infinitum I, I don't know what to tell you uh, the, the nfl is grossly wrong for not correcting these calls all the time and getting it right I don't care if the official's feelings are hurt. I don't care if it's a bad look. All I care about is getting the damn call right, getting the game closely officiated to perfect as possible. It's just wrong. It's flat out wrong that nobody bothered, that even the official on the field went, you know, there might be a view here that we need to see. Let's just go take a look at this thing. And how somebody above when the, where the official score box is that's allowed to send a note down and say, let's take a review at this, didn't bother to do it. It's just gross negligence. It's disgusting. It's bad for the league. They don't care because it's a billion, billion, billion dollar industry who does whatever the hell they want. And damn be you as a fan, certainly damn be you as a better if there is an issue with it. That's what I took away from this game. At Mark Zeno on Twitter. Mark, who are you more... I guess at, at odds with NFL referees or college kickers. Huh, yeah. um, I expect less from college kickers. I expect them all to miss. They are, they're all a bunch of homes. I expect better from officials who are getting paid good money um, to do their job and do it right. And if you had any doubt whether you got the call right, what you do is say, you know, let's go take a look at that. That was a tough call for me. I don't know if I saw it correctly. His knee might have been down. Let's go do it. But again, TV gives me a replay within two seconds like that. And the idea that TV can do it and everybody in America could see it and none of the officials want to correct it, it's just wrong. It's flat out wrong, and the idea that the NFL doesn't care is the biggest middle finger to fans and people alike who enjoy the NFL because you refuse to acknowledge that something is wrong and you refuse to fix it. Mark, I, I mean, you mentioned their pay. I, I have heard that NFL referees make a good amount of money. Do you know about how much they make and how they get paid and what they're spending? They, they have a union for crying out loud. So everything that they get is guaranteed. Doesn't matter how bad they are. They can't be fired. Wow. And, man, that's crazy. Yeah, you, you they, need to be careful. They could be, down, be downgraded um, by the league and, and removed from certain games and certain positions and everything else, but they have union protection, and they have a deal with the league, and that's that. And we all know how replacement refs went. Remember that experiment several years, 10 years ago? Remember that? Yeah, we all know how replacement refs went. So uh, they have all the leverage, and it doesn't matter. Because, again, the overall product for the NFL doesn't care whether they get the call right or wrong. Because guess what? In three weeks, no one's going to care. No one cares. According to U.S. News, uh, the average salary, our producer uh, Matt helping us out, $205,000 a year. And... I believe they can have other jobs. I know they used to be able to, like, be a lawyer and be an NFL referee. I don't know if they can have other jobs anymore, but the, the whole point of them unionizing was that they didn't have to have other jobs and they, they could concentrate on full-time officiating. $205,000 for a 55-year-old man plus with bad eyesight and who can't move his fat ass in position quick enough to go make a call gets away with it all the time. It's annoying. 
I'm pretty sure that you, you, you have to, like, be able to run and things like that and hopefully pass an eye exam. I'm guessing those would be two things. I, I don't think they have to. I mean, by run, what do you mean? Like, they can run and do the act of running. It happens quickly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't be out there on crutches or something, like, literally not being able to move. And I don't know. I, I think... At least I would hope as a as a fan and a better of the NFL that you would have to pass an eye exam. But either way, guys, uh, kind of joking around here. We'll move around. We'll move down. We can fit uh, one more in here, Mark, before the break. L.A. Chargers, Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, before you ask, Taylor Swift was in attendance to watch the Chiefs win 31 to 17 in Arrowhead. This game was close, Mark. I uh, was watching most most plays of this game, 17 all. Uh, but the Chiefs obviously get out to the uh, to the lead and hold it 31-17. They win. They cover the five and a half. 47 and a half was the total as it lands just over for uh, overs betters. But Chiefs win, cover, over cashes. What'd you take away from Arrowhead today, Mark? I mean, I'll ask you this. If you're an NFL GM and you can have one player on your team, you want Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill. Sure, that's nice, but Travis Kelsey is completely unguardable. And uh, if I was playing the Kansas City Chiefs, it's dirty, it's wrong, there's nothing right about it, but I'd be cutting Kelsey's legs out from the jump. I'd dive at his knees every single play. Because if that guy's on the field, you can't beat that team. Period. That's it. I mean, I have 12 receptions for 179 yards from a freaking tight end. They have nobody else on that team that's any good. Pacheco's okay. But there's not another legitimate receiving threat on that team. And you put that one guy out there, and everybody's better. It's that simple. I mean, he, he changed. Go look at Patrick Mahomes' numbers without Kelsey on the field, and go look at his numbers with Kelsey on the field. You want to talk about a, a quarterback who looks really average? Looks really average without Travis Kelsey. Not a knock on Mahomes, not a knock on him at all. But that dude, man, I would probably take Kelsey over Hill. I just genuinely would, because Hill doesn't make the tight end better. Hill doesn't make the running back better. Kelsey he makes all those dude. He makes wide receivers better. He makes the running game better. He's just, it's 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 unfair unfair you know who reminds me of him brock bowers for the georgia bulldogs uh the, the, the style of play that they both play I, where do you think brock bowers gets drafted kind of with that thought process of what he could be in the nfl well after the falcons screwed it up for everybody and drafted a tight end fourth overall uh brock bowers is not going inside the top 10 he's mark zeno i'm drew martin guys we got a short break coming up Breaking down more games on the other side. This is SportsGrid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back in Pro Football Full Circle right here on Sports Grid. I am Drew Martin, joined by Mark Zeno. Follow Mark on Twitter, at Mark Zeno. I'm on Twitter, at Drew Martin Betts. We got at Sports Grid at Sports Grid TV, Sirius Channel 159 listeners, radio affiliates across the country. Thanks for joining us as we got two games left to recap here. Then we'll take a look ahead towards next week's schedule, try to get you on the right side of some of these line moves, some early trading, get some good numbers, if you will, each and every Sunday night right here on Sports Grid. We got Green Bay Packers, Denver Broncos up next. It's the final afternoon kick here guys 425 eastern 125 pacific kick 19 to 17 the broncos win they cover the one and a half point number as the home favorite and the game stays under the total of 44 and a half man the packers disappointing loss here mark what'd you take away from a mile high on sunday i jordan love is awful at least in the first half man like I, is that the guy? Is, is that the guy for Green Bay? I, I, I mean, yeah, they have no choice, but at least for this season. But man, he was bad. Uh, Twenty-one to thirty-one yards, two touch, two touchdowns, and an interception in the game. But you know, like their drive, um, for for the Packers in the first half, punt, 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 miss field goal, end of half. <laughs> I mean, you know, field goal, touchdown, touchdown, interception in the second half, but still, uh, and the interception led to Denver coming back and, uh, uh, you know, um, seal the game. I, it's just, you know, I don't know. You, you have to have a quarterback who could play for four quarters in this league if you want to win. And uh, uh, Jordan Love, to this point, doesn't look like he can. Yeah, the Broncos get a win here. Move to, what, two and five? on the season as we got our last game to recap here guys sunday night football two five and one teams went at it mark philadelphia eagles 31 miami dolphins 17 the eagles win they cover as three-point home favorites 52 being the total that stays just under mark we watched this one together man and this Dolphins offense, at times, they got some explosive plays but weren't able to do enough, and the Eagles looked like, you know, just a team that, that, that could, I guess offensively, they really did, so, did a number on this Dolphins defense. What would you take away from Philadelphia? 31-17 winners. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Eagles are pretty good at uh, setting the tone from the outset in this one. They led 17-3 at one point. Dolphins scored a late touchdown at the end of the first half to uh, – make it 17 to 10 and um you know i mean it, the eagles made plays when they had to look I'll, I'll say this much if you bet on the eagles like i did tonight the tush push is the coolest thing in the world and you absolutely love it if you bet against the eagles it's the worst play ever invented football should outlaw it and it's it's the most disgusting way of cheating you've ever seen so just keep that in mind when you're betting on an eagles game if you're betting for or against them, because if you're betting against them guess what that tush push is going to be really annoying to watch it's 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 uh it's been nearly unbeatable to this point. Uh, they ran it three times in the fourth quarter on the same drive on fourth down all times and got it all three times. It's, it, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know what you're, you're almost better off letting them get the first down uh, than trying to stop them on third and one and fourth and one. How far away or how close do they need to be to run the play in your opinion, Mark? One yard. Can they do it further? They could uh, two or less. If they're under two yards, you know, they'll do it. And is it something you've noticed really the whole season, or was it more so this week? No, they do it all the time. I mean, again, until somebody figures out how to stop it, why wouldn't? Again, if you want to figure out how to beat Tush Push, pick up the phone, call an Australian rugby team, and ask them, how do I stop this? And they'll tell you. I told you, man. I, I would tell my my nose guard two of the two defensive tackles there that right when they hike it, try to punch, get low and punch the ball out on the center quarterback exchange. That's what I would do. Yeah, I, I don't know that anybody has a, a viable way to do it right now. Um, 
the only other thing I can think of is tush push back in the other direction. Put two guys there and and get more linemen behind them and push and try to meet force on force. Part of the problem, part of the reason it works, part of the problem to defend it is it's the advantage of offense over defense, right? There's only really two advantages to offense, and that's one, where you're going. But in this situation, it's the other advantage when you start going. And the defense not knowing that, that is really the advantage of why they're able to do it so much and because they obviously have the girth up front to push people around. But, yeah, you're right. Because even if it's the same, you know, you, you put a, that many – I guess LBs up there to stop the offensive line, you're still, you don't know when to go. And that's the advantage for the offense. So it's very difficult, Mark. I mean, obviously, NFL are smart and they can't stop it. It's a physics problem. Force equals mass times acceleration, right? You need to get more force and more mass moving in the other direction. Hmm. The Bush push from uh, what some people say. Well, Mark, we got, uh, what, a couple minutes left here in the segment. In the Monday night football game, Monday, October 23rd, we can start looking ahead here. And plus Thursday night, we got Sunday, uh, October 29th as well, right before Halloween, as we're inching closer here to the month of November. San Francisco 49ers, Minnesota Vikings. We are seeing the 49ers minus seven-point road favorites, 43 being the total. What are your thoughts here, Niners and Vikings, Monday night? Niners are banged up. Looks like Christian McCaffrey is going to play. We know Debo Samuel isn't. Is Trent Williams going to play for the 49ers? That's a big question. I mean, you know, uh, I think Kyle Shanahan is savvy enough to turn around and say, hey, I can rest these guys and still go out and beat this team and not really care. Um I don't want to lay the points. I think the Niners are a great teaser option. If you can look ahead and find something next week that you like, that you want to put them with. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Minneapolis is still a tough place to play. It's still a very tough place to play. And that being said, you're going to, you know, have to contend with that going forward. So, um, you know, I tell you right off the bat, Thursday night football, the Bills are seven-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Buccaneers. That feels like a pretty good teaser option. So maybe tease the Monday nighter and the Thursday nighter, the next two NFL games? Yeah. Yeah, particularly the Buffalo Bills, because they're as high as eight out there. You want to get through two key numbers. Um, San Francisco really just at seven. I guess uh, a technical, you know, betting person would tell you you have to go through the number not just get off it, meaning minus seven, you would still be a push mark. I don't know if you factor that in, though. Well, if you have a six and a half, you're essentially, it's not, you can't push, right? It's just a money line play. So if you see six and a half out there at the 49, I I get everybody's, you know, and pros say about long teasers and two key, I mean, you bet your own way. I I have no problem taking six and a half down to pick them. You know, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't. Um, you know, you talk about value and things of that nature. You know, uh, if I could turn anything into a, a win-the-game situation, yeah, I'm okay with it. Sure, sure. And asking a team to, to cover a touchdown on the road, um, hey, we've seen it not work out in the NFL many times before. Tampa Bay at Buffalo, the Thursday nighter, guys, minus 7.5. Buffalo as high as actually some shops showing 8.5, 42.5 being the total. And, of course, we just saw Tampa Bay go up against the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday, short turnaround and on the road. This is a really tough spot for the Bucs. Well, the Bucs aren't good, so it was a tough spot regardless. You can give them two weeks for this game. I don't think it would change much things. That's a low total tomorrow night in that game, though, at 43. I mean, I, I guess odds makers are adjusting the Vikings for – not having Justin Jefferson, that's a you know obviously a big part. And, you know, and I asked people, I was like, do you think that one more week without Jefferson to prepare might make the offense a little bit better? And general consensus is no. Yeah, you can't create talent. You, how long is he out for, Mark? Do you know about? At least four weeks. He's on IR, so he's at least four weeks out. 
Yeah, that's a big piece there. Man, Buffalo hasn't looked that good. I mean, we talked about it earlier in the show. We're just kind of recapping it. And to ask them to lay more than a touchdown, it's a short week also for the Bills, of course, just being at home. I don't know, man. If you needed a side on Thursday night, what would you go with? I mean, look, if there was a seven and a half out there, I just by default, I'd probably just lean on the Vikings, you know, because uh, you got to make it a two score game. Um, but yeah, I don't have a real good feel. Uh, I, I, again, I just don't know what Minnesota really is. You know, I mean, um, they still have, again, a, a good passing offense overall, but the, the Niners defense is so good. So it's hard to figure out, you know, what, what it would be. All right, next Sunday, guys, we got the Falcons at the Tennessee Titans. I'm seeing this a 37 as a total. Atlanta has been such an under machine. I'm kind of liking that under. That's something that's popping off the board at me. We also are seeing the Falcons minus one-point road favorites. Tennessee, one of the teams, yeah, they are one of the teams coming off the bye. I actually might like the Titans there up against Atlanta. We know the Falcons' defense is good, but that offense – not so much. The Jacksonville Jaguars, Pittsburgh Steelers. We saw the Jags, what, play Thursday night, so they'll have extra time to prepare. Minus one-and-a-half-point road favorites. Steelers come back from Los Angeles to play at home, hosting them and catching the one-and-a-half, 41-and-a-half being the total there. Indianapolis played in that barn burner today against the Browns. They are laying one at home, 42 being the total. Guys, I'm, I'm looking ahead here at the Sunday, October 29th NFL slate. Houston and Carolina, we're in seeing the Texans, minus three-point road favorites, 41 and a half being the total over the Carolina Panthers. Wow. We get a battle of uh, rookie quarterbacks here. Carolina off of a bye. That might be a... Uh, I mean, you give a young quarterback more time to prepare something, you might see a better product. Um, but, I mean, you're only catching three, and they have not looked good this season. So, I don't know. I always go by the rule of thumb. Unless you're catching a touchdown, I don't like betting underdogs where I don't think, you know, I'm betting on them to win the game. Obviously, I put the points in my in my pocket, and if they don't win the game, I still cash the ticket. I don't give the money back, but that's at least how I handicap it. So I don't know that I would get on the Panthers there. Patriots at the Miami Dolphins. We're seeing Dolphins laying doubles, minus 11.5 off of the bad Sunday night loss against the Eagles, 47 being the total. This is a stadium where the Patriots have really struggled over the years, multi-decades now. And this is a pretty good Dolphins team. However, the ultimate equalizer, 11 and a half. Can they get there? Hey, they've covered numbers against teams under 500 for quite some time now. Remember, this is a stadium, I believe the only stadium that Tom Brady has under a 500 record in. Give me the Dolphins. Lay it. Minus 11 and a half. Bounce back. New England. Fade them off of that. And final segment up next, we'll take a lot more looks ahead towards this upcoming week. Sports Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um. Welcome back in Pro Football Full Circle right here on Sports Grid. I am Drew Martin, joined by Mark Zeno. Final segment here, guys. Sirius Channel 159, radio affiliates across the country. Thanks for joining us. Follow Mark on Twitter, at Mark Zeno. I'm on Twitter, at Drew Martin. That's, we got uh, Mark. Any final thoughts here before we get to uh, what, I guess, maybe any best bets if you wanted to throw out there for the NFL slate? Uh, really ugly matchups. No desire, like just like from an aesthetic standpoint, no desire to watch Saints Colts, no desire to watch Giants Jets. Falcons Titans will probably be ugly. Um, and even at that, probably Jacksonville Pittsburgh, I think they're two fraudulent teams. Um, so one fraudulent team is going to beat another fraudulent team in that game. Um, yeah, ugh. not a good, not a good matchup at all this week. I like it. We've seen primetime games go under, and this Tampa Bay team has been an under team. Buffalo, yeah, kind of both ways, but 42-and-a-half Thursday night football really hasn't been the best product the NFL has put out. I know they're making, what, a billion dollars from Amazon, but I really think they should double up the Monday nighters and do away with the Thursday, leave it to college. But, hey, we get it anyway, kind of like the under 42-and-a-half Tampa and Buffalo. I would probably... Actually, I kind of like the Vikings plus the seven on Thursday hosting the 49ers, guys. And I like Houston at Carolina. I know Carolina's off the bye, but Houston minus three-point road favorites, getting a lot better quarterback play. That's the way I'd go there. Miami at home, we talked about it. Minus 11.5 against the Patriots. I'd lay the wood there. And Atlanta, Tennessee, I like the under. Can get it as high as 37.5. So, those are some looks, at least early in the week here, guys. Pro football full circle. You heard it there from Mark Zeno. Follow him on Twitter, at Mark Zeno. I'm on Twitter, at Drew Mark Betts. Huge shout-out to Frank, Matt, behind the scenes, in the producer's role. Guys, we're checking out Sports Grid. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.